نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يسلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم honorable ulama respected elders brothers mothers sisters beloved youth the esteemed listeners of radio ansar international and markaz sahaba the voice of ahlu sunnah wal jamaa assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin today is the 13th of rabiul awwal 1445 and everywhere we are going we are speaking about a certain dimension of the life history of the master alayhi salatu wasalam and our topic today is ghazawatun nabiy sallallahu alayhi wasallam there is no time to go through everyone but the basics we should know that mustafa habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam was is will always be the only rahmatul lil alamin sallallahu alaihi wasallam as enshrined in the noble quran chapter 21 verse 107 wa ma arsalnaka illa rahmatan lil alamin and we have not sent you ya rasul allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam but as a mercy to the entire universe and creation So when the master alayhi salatu salam went out even in the battlefield in combat that was a mercy for humanity and creation 27 times he habibuna rasulullah sallallahu alaihi went out and 50 different occasions we called the first one ghazawat and the second one saraya the plural of saria where he habibuna sallallahu alaihi sent the sahaba out you go there you go there if the need arises then combat and fighting must take place i want you must just listen to durusul ghazawat what lessons can we derive in this day and this age it is the battle of badr 17th ramadan the second year after the hijra that laylatul jumu'a the night of friday if you go to badr today you will find a masjid they call masjidul arish a dead place there that jumu'ah night the night of jumu'ah what we call Thursday night habibuna sallallahu alaihi wasallam crying begging but beseeching almighty allah allahumma intuhlik hadhil isaba lam tuqbad ba'd al-yawm ya allah if this group of 313 have to perish and be defeated then your name will never be taken again weeping crying today we know the plight of the ummah be honest about it do we ever cry for masjidul aqsa and palestine Do we ever cry for what's happening in India, where our women are raped, ten thousand plus women already raped in India? And do we cry for the Muslims of Sudan, where more millions of people have been displaced because of the enemies? So we should be thinking not only at the micro level, but at the macro level, the plight of the Ummah. Look at the dedication of Sahaba. Now the battle is about to ensue. 
And that side is Abu Jahl and company. This side is Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sahaba were fired up. They said, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Silma Shi'ta, Silman Shi'ta, Wakta Aman Shi'ta. Ask whatever you want, we will do. Join us with whoever you want. Cut off us with whoever you want. We are prepared for everything. You tell us to go in the ocean, also we will go. And that is how Almighty Allah gave them victory. You all know the story. That is the second year. Third year, Battle of Uhud. What happens in Battle of Uhud? A mistake took place. And you see Khalid bin Walid came and exploited that mistake. So we should ask ourselves, how many times deliberately we violate the teachings of Nabi alayhi salatu salam and we call it expediency, we call it wisdom, we call it not the need of the hour. But deliberately we are doing so. So my brothers, look at the battle of Uhud. One incident only I will give you. What is love? What is adab? With the Sahabi Abu Dujana radiallahu ta'ala an. He sees the arrows flying in from different directions and he goes to the master alayhi salatu salam and he does not want his back, his own back to face the jasad athar, the mubarak countenance of the master alayhi salam. He goes and faces the master alayhi salam and becomes the shield of the master. I don't want to make be I don't want to be make, make gustahi, and I don't want to show disrespect even in the battlefield to the master Think about that. And then the arrows were raining in, and he is protecting the master right in the battle of Uhud. They were prepared to take the arrows, but they did not want any harm to come to Rahmatullah Alameen. If you look at love of Sahaba, male, female, children, when Mustafa sallallahu enters Madinah Munawwara in this month of Rabiul Awwal, Miladun Nabi sallallahu takes place in, in the month of Rabiul Awwal. Wafatun Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the auspicious birth, the demise of the Master alayhi salam. The hijrah takes place in the month of Rabiul Awwal. When the Master alayhi salam and Sani Yasnain, Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiqa entering, then the Najjar, they were there. But the people of the carpenters, that was their trade and occupation. The daughters came out, three, four, five, six years old, with the doof and doof, doof, whatever you want to say. And they welcoming the Master, alayhi salam. What did they say? Nahnu jawarin min banin najjari, ya habbada muhammadun min jari. Nahnu jawarin min banin najari, ya Rasulullah or Mustafa sallallahu sallam. We are the daughters of Madinah Munawwara and we are welcoming you. Ya Habbada Muhammadun Minjari, how excellent today. You Mustafa sallallahu sallam, you will be our parosi, our jar, our neighbor. If we want the be sallallahu sallam companionship, in kuntum tuhibbun Allah, fattabi'uni. We have to follow the Master والسلام, immaculately, then only you become the beloved of Almighty Allah. Look at the women. Anas radiallahu anhu states, Mustafa Rasulullah entered. My mother, Umm Sulaim, took me. The people brought so many presents and gifts for the Master Rahmatul But my mother took me, Umm Sulaim radiallahu anha. 
said, Ya Rasulullah, this is my son, 10 years old, he will run your errands, he will do everything for you. 10 years he stayed with the Master alayhi salatu salam. Do you know the dua Nabi alayhi salam gave him? Allahumma barik lahu fi ahlihi wa malihi. Ya Allah, give him barakah in his wealth, in his children, and everything that he requires. Twice a year, the harvest used to grow in his farm. And he had more than 120 children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Ulama have written where his harvest and bumper crops were, a khushboonical tea. There used to be fragrance coming from those crops and harvest. What does she do, Umm Sulaim, the mother of Sayyidina Anas radiallahu Habibuna sallallahu is resting. She takes small, small bottles. And the Mubarak perspiration of the Master salam, she would wait till the Mubarak perspiration drops into the bottles. Once Mustafa woke up, Ya Umm Sulaim, what are you doing? She said, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu we use your Mubarak perspiration as our eater and our perfume and fragrance for our children and the men. Imagine they would not allow the Master alayhi salatu salam's perspiration also to fall. Go open Bukhari Sharif. Sahaba, when the Master alayhi salatu salam is performing wudu, kadu yaktatiluna ala wazu'ihi. Wudu is the action. Wazu is the water you use for the ablution. They, the Sahaba, were arguing, I want the water, I want the water. Master alayhi salatu salam performed wudu and they would take the water and rub it on their bodies. So this was the extreme love they showed for the Master So that is Abu Dujana's incident there. Go forward and see in the Battle of Khandaq. We know Salman Farsi when the Sahaba came and said, Ya Rasulullah, we are so hungry. We are now thirsty. He Habibuna Lungi Mubarak. And then the Kurta Mubarak picked up the Kurta Mubarak and said, Sahaba, you have one one stone on your stomach. I am the Nabi of Allah, for the deen of Allah, Rahmatulil Alameen, sallallahu alayhi wa put two two stones. To show that this deen will come with sacrifice. That this deen, if you want Islam to flourish, then remember we have to make the sacrifice. Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa poverty, he struggled, everything was done voluntarily for the love of Almighty Allah Jalla wala. Go one step ahead and we see in the seventh year of the Hijrah is the month of Muharram. This side the Muslims are there. On the other side the Jews, the Jutlas are there. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam announces today, tomorrow la u'tiyanna raya, this flag and banner, I will give that person, that sahabi, yuhibbuhu allahu wa rasooluhu, wa yuhibbu allahu wa rasooluhu. He loves Almighty Allah and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa and Almighty Allah and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa love him. Every Sahabi said, how we wish our name will be called. Umar Farooq, Amir Mu'mineen, Sayyidina Umar said, that day I really wanted to be the person to hold the flag. Next day, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa asked, Aina, Hadith Bukhari Sharif, Aina Ali, where is Sayyidina Ali? He said, he's in the back, Ya Rasulullah, his eyes are painting. Called him, the Master alayhi salam took his busak mubarak, his saliva mubarak, applied it on the eyes of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu arda, gave him the flag and told him. This is the markers of Jamaat and Tabliq. Listen to this incident. 
Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Sayyidina Ali Sayyidina Ali radiyallahu anhu was title is Fatiha Khaybar the conqueror of Khaybar the master alayhi salam addressed him and said la ayyahdiyallahu bika rajulan wahida through your efforts you made effort on a person and that person came into Islam or oh, he was a Muslim but he was far away from deen and then he became a devoted dedicated Muslim La It's better for you than all the red, red camels put together. Red camels in those days, nowadays you know it's all the Mercs and Lamborghinis and Ferraris and Porsche and whatever, you know better than me. So imagine if you make effort. I'll just give you two, three incidents. When I went to South America, Hazrat Mawana Ilyas Nawarallahu Marqadahu, our Mawana Qasim Sema Rahimamullah met him in India, obviously. Our Hazrat Mawana Abdul Qadir Saab, I met him also, and he told me personally that he met Hazrat Mawana Ilyas Nawarallahu Marqadahu. Hazrat Mawana Ilyas Nawarallahu Marqadahu started this work of Dawat Tabliq, Islamically plus minus approximately 100 years ago. And others will take them mewat here, there, but said this work will go throughout the world. The people could not understand. But when you travel to South America, then you appreciate what the work of Dawit and Tablir did. There's no time. I'll just give you two, three incidents. Whenever I went, it was Ramadan. Uruguay, if you go, till today, brothers, there's not a single masjid in Uruguay. When you go back in the history, you will find in the 30s, 40s, there were three masajid. When I investigated and went, then we found one masjid transformed into a church. And they were having service. It was Sunday. So I told my satis companions, you guys want to come? You come here, I'm going inside. They were very reluctant, but I went inside. The priest saw me, he was there. And he had his long robe on, I'm dressed like this. He looked at me, he knew I'm not a Christian, Allah forbid, I'm a Muslim. He came down, he hugged me. So our satis came, I just made ishara, see which way is Qibla. Imagine our masjid, today is a church in Montevideo, the capital. You go to the other side, you will find a masjid. You must remember, all the calligraphy is still written there on the wall, but you're not allowed inside. They made it a marine museum. You know all this about the ocean and about the sea and whatever you. So that you will see. But the ayats are still written. And the third place where the masjid was totally demolished, they just built offices. When you go and ask, what is the history? Why all this happened? You say, well, the Muslims, nobody used to come to the mosque. So when we don't go to the masajid, Allah give jazai khair to some of our brothers and some ulama. They went there, they made fikr, they built a musalla now, and this class is going on, ta'aleem going, madrasa going on. I'll just relate to you one incident. It's Ramadan time. So when I was there, so the people, they read eight rakats. I'm not giving you fatwa, I'm just telling you what happened. And they walk away, and I also walk away, because I read on my own, there at home with my wife and so forth, in the hotel. So the brothers come to me and say that, you know what, afterwards, that this brother here, he had two policemen, one senior man, one young man, white guys. So they said that young policeman, he read Salat with us in that starting. So I said, very good. He said, no, but you don't understand how he read Salat. I said, how he read? He's a Muslim. He must have got tired, you understand? Some husband beat up his wife, assaulted her, so this policeman used to come wherever she goes. 
said, no, he started like this. He put his hand here by his chest. I said, very good. Then he said, no, he got tired. He put here by the navel and so on. Then he got tired. He put by the side, you see. I said, no, very good. He said, no, after salam, he ran away. So I said, but your brothers didn't understand what the policeman did. He said, what he did? I said, when he started, he was a Shafi. Then he decided now to become Hanafi. Then he decided to become Maliki. And then when he made Salam, he said, let me become Salafi. And he ran away. See, for him it was just exercise. Next time I went, I said, policeman ka kya hal hai? He said, policeman to musalman ho gaya. See, brothers, when Allah wants to give hidayat, Allah gives hidayat to anybody. I was in a place called Santana in Brazil. Here in this majma, I'm telling you now, there's over 100 hafiz. You go to South America, maybe in one million you'll find 10 hafiz. And mostly Arabs. So all Palestinians there. A certain time I arrived, I said, who's always? They said, I said, I love you Palestinians. And I told them, I went here. They said, Sheikh, you know more about Palestine than us. So then he said, fine, after Maghrib meals, after Isha, so Imam, Arab brother, he stands up after Isha, he says, no, I'm not giving you fatwa, brothers, I'm giving you halat kar guzari. That what happens in this world? So he says that to every night we read eight rakats talawi, tonight we're reading four rakats, Sheikh is here, Sheikhun Kabir, you know, big men in size. So Sheikh Kabir is here and he will, will give us a lecture. So that will take, it will compensate for the other four rakats. From 20 they made eight and that night they made four. So he read the Isha, then we read two rakats, then he went there. How he read the four rakats? These are Arabs. He opens the big Quran Sharif, he looks inside and he looks, and I can see from the back what he's doing. And then after the four rakats he told me to Fadl, I said, Sheikh, what about the witter? Just now you'll tell them no witter also. So after four o'clock witter, then I had to speak. See halat, whole area, country, not one half is. So what are we doing? So when Tabli Jamaat came, brothers went, they made sacrifice, they cried to Allah. These same brothers now, their sons are becoming half is. Some are becoming ulama. Some come and study in our country. So see what happens in the Battle of Khaybar. Mustafa sallallahu gave the flag to Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu arda. And Sayyidina Ali goes, big, big forts. Those of you going for Umrah, you should visit this. From Medina is 150 kilometers away. Go after Fajr, by Zohar time you'll be back. So you want Masalat in Masjid al-Nabawi. And you see the forts are still there. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu smashed the forts and so forth. And therefore his title became known as Fatiha Khaybar. So we should learn about what, what the Sahaba did, what lessons they, we can derive from this. Fatih Makkah. When Sa'ad radiallahu entered is Ramadan, eighth year of the Hijrah, so Saturday, Sa'ad radiallahu anhu is tired up. Abu Sufyan is standing there, he's still not Muslim. And he tells Abu Sufyan in Arabic, obviously, al yomu yomul malhama. Al-yomu yomul malhama. Aaj hum boti boti kar denge. Aaj we're going to make mincemeat of you. Abu Sufyan was shaking in his boots. Rahmatullil alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came. He complained to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sa'ad said this. The master rahmatul alameen said no. Al-yomu yomul malhama. Today is a day of mercy and compassion. And what the Nabi alayhi wa sallam said. 
What do you think I will do with you? Where they said you are Kareem ibn Kareem ibn Kareem ibn Kareem. We expect something very honorable, Ya Rasulullah. You are so honorable. He said, Go, the Master said, Antumutulaka. I give you asylum, I give you freedom. See what Islam does. See what Islam does in our own lifetime. There's a Shaykh day in Medina, he passed away a few days ago. From Nigeria, Sheikh Umar Falata, when we used to sit in his class day in Masjid Nabawi, we used to kiss his hand, kiss his forehead. Allah gave him the honor of teaching Hadith Sharif in Masjid Nabawi for 49 years. Mustafa called Sayyidina Bilal, that day, Zohar time, Oh Bilal, my Mu'addin, my Minister of Finance, climb on top of the Kaaba Musharrafah and render the Adhan. The Arabs stay in complexion. They're looking, we are begging for amnesty and mercy. And look at Sayyidina Bilal right on top of the Kaaba. Why? He made all the sacrifice. Today it's sad but true. We go Makkah, we got the whole shopping list. Who goes to see with Batha Quraysh? Next time you go for Umrah, go to Batha Quraysh. There Sayyidina Bilal was placed on the desert sand, 50 degrees. And the boulder was put on his chest and he's shouting Ahad, Ahad, Ahad all the time. So Allah elevates him, elevates him. And he renders Azan in Medina Munawwara, first Muazzin of Islam. Renders Azan on the Fatih Makkah, on the occasion of Fatih Makkah. When Umar Farooq, Sayyidina Umar Amirul Mu'minin came from Medina Munawwara for Aqsa. So he was there. And when it was time for Salat, he saw a wall. He stood there and he rendered Azan. And how the Sahaba cried, the year 16 after Hijrah, Gregorian calendar 636. So we should know all these things here, my brothers, how the battles took place. Battle of Tabuk is the month of Rajab, 50 degrees, Medina Munawwara, midsummer. The Kajur, the dates, the Rutab are smiling in their face. Habibuna sallallahu announced, every male who is able, capable, must participate in this battle. Mustadlaq Hakim's hadith, 30,000 Sahaba, 30,000 Sahaba were prepared. A logistical nightmare. How are we going to take 30,000 Sahaba to Tabuk? I traveled to Tabuk by plane, it took us one and a half hour. And the heat is 45, 50 degrees, midsummer. And they had to leave all their dates and everything. So they were prepared. Sayyidina Usman radiallahu anhu came, 100 camels, 100 camels, 100 camels, Ya Rasulullah. 300 camels Sayyidina Usman al-Ghani gave. He brought 1,000 gold coins. Mustafa, Hadith Bukhari Sharif, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa was elated, delighted, spinning the gold coins. Ma darra Usman, ma amila ba'd al Nothing can harm Sayyidina Usman. Do you know who Sahaba? The hypocrites, you must remember what they said. They said when the Sahaba were giving substantial amount, they said Murain, they just showing off. Some Sahaba came with few dates, very poor, but let's make a contribution. So the hypocrites objected. Alladheena yalmizoon al-muttawwi. Chapter 9, verse 79. Chapter 9, verse 79. Always remember this verse. Alladheena yalmizoon al-muttawwiina min al-mu'mineena fi swadaqat. وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَجِدُونَ إِلَّا جُهُدَهُمْ فَيَسْخَرُونَ مِنْهُمْ Those who mock the Sahaba, those who ridicule the Sahaba, سَخِرَ اللَّهُ مِنْهُمْ Allah will mock them. 
ناغوس صحابہ کا تحفظ کرنا فرض ہے to protect the honor and dignity of the master alayhi salam to protect the honor of the honorable wives of nabi alayhi salam to protect every sahabi's honor and dignity is wajib and farz upon this ummah never allow any person to start discrediting sahaba and criticizing them fayas haruna minhum they mock the sahaba allah spoke in defense of sahaba sakhir allah minhum allah will mock them walahum adabun alim and for them is a painful punishment so my brothers remember this when we speak of sirat an nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam you speak of milad an nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam you speak of wafat an nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam all this is part of our belief i'll leave you with those two sayings of hasan bin sabit radhiyallahu anhu what did hasan say allama alusi has mentioned it in ruhul maani he said hasan bin sabit was the greatest poet of the master alaihi wasallam ذکر We elevated your name, name, isme grami, your honourable name, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. When my name is taken, your name is taken. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. Adhan ikama you see. And then he said, when we take the name of the Master alayhi salatu salam, then our speech becomes elevated. Our language becomes elevated. Our message gets elevated. And then when Hassan was asked, describe the Master alayhi salam, what did he say? وَأَحْسَنَ مِنْ دَلَمْ تَرَقَتُ عَيْنِي No eye has seen a greater, more handsome personality than you, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam. وَأَجْمَلَ مِنْ دَلَمْ تَلِدِ النِّسَاءُ No lady, no woman has given birth to a more handsome, great person than you, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam. خُلِقْتَ مُبَرَّأً مِنْ كُلِّ أَيْبِي You are created free from all defect, O Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's though as you created yourself. May Almighty Allah instill within us the love for Almighty Allah, for Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Ahlul Bayt, the Sahaba, the Awliyaullah. And my last message, cry to the Ummah for Aqsa al-Mubarak and the Muslims in Palestine and India. in our own country as well wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin